Okay. All right. That's it. Let's go. They're just ambitious women networking. While some other women aspire to get burkin'. While some other women hit the club and get twerking. Educated women know that it's a bit irking. Whether you be a woman or you be a male. You need to listen to Janina and Shalia L. Cause if you know like I know ain't nothing better than the Billy John. Authenticity is something that they really on. <laughs> this is the John. A podcast. I love y'all. Be forward. Welcome to the Join Podcast. I'm your host, Shalia. And your host, Janina. And today, y'all, we got two special guests in the building. We got Roddy Rod. Star Roddy Rod. Yeah. yeah, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> and then we also have Sabir in the building. How y'all doing? Hi, everybody. How's everything going? Hope y'all staying warm. <laughs> <laughs> well, where I'm at, it's not cold, so... But what's up with y'all? Y'all good today? Everybody good? Yeah, yeah, everything's great over here. Everything's great on my end. You chilling? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm chilling. What about you, Janina? You good today? I'm better than I was yesterday. That's okay. good. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to talk about yesterday or you want to leave yesterday? No, just work crap. Just work oh. crap. Like, just work crap. We had a, a November 15th deadline, so just work crap. But until the next deadline, it's a mess. But I'm good. I'm blessed. I got a job. You know. Right. I got <laughs> right. my hope. That's all that matters. That's all that matters, right? I'm good. I, yeah, I'm good. I had a uh, like a minor procedure today that I wasn't expecting. What? Um, yeah, Wait, I had to get, get injections in my eyes. Oh, okay. yeah, but I'm good. I could see. Well, what did they see when they looked looked back there? Um, a lot, <laughs> but no, I had previously got laser and uh, the scarring from the laser. Um. The, the previous doctor who did it did a janky job. So it was causing um, like some vision issues. I could still see, but my vision was blurry. So oh. I had to get the injections to prevent any more further damage to my retina. So okay. preventative stuff. But yeah, that's, that's I was what, not uh, expecting. You thought you were going uh, for a regular eye exam? I thought I was going for a regular eye exam, see if my prescription changed so I could get some new glasses. And then they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we need to do these injections. So, but it went good. So, you know, thank God for, for advanced healthcare. Exactly. Absolutely. So, oh, I like that, John. Sabir, you got any, oh, I like that, Joins this week? Anything you watching? I... Anything so, you watching? Right, so... All right, so what I what I've been oh I like that John really is flannels. I've been really into flannels this season. Um, me too. Jake Jake Crew specifically, I've been into oh, flannels. Excuse, excuse me, that's that's that high quality face. <laughs> no, but it's it's um they feel good. 
it's the season. Um, it's starting to get cold finally up here. So um, just doing things, matching that with some some outfits and stuff like that. That's my speed. Um, and another thing, I've been watching a lot of British TV, like a lot of British crime shows. That's my thing. So I've been watching a show called Inside Man. It's pretty good. It's probably like four episodes, I think. Four or five, but it's a pretty good show. Inside Man. Isn't that the name of a movie with Denzel Washington? It is. It is. Oh, but they got a so they got a British version. It's a, it's it's an actual show. It's not a movie. It's a show. It's completely so, uh, something different, right? Huh? I say it's not like the same premise or anything, right? No, no, not no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> completely different. <laughs> completely okay. different. Okay, right, that's what's up. I love the fact that we have four states being represented. Because I'm in Georgia, so you're in Delaware, right? Yes. Janina's in Philadelphia, and Roddy Rye, you in New York, right? Yes, I am. Brooklyn, New York, in the building. Okay, okay. That's what's up. So, Roddy Rye, what's your Oh, I Like That Jones for this week? I don't know. I'm running out of shows to watch that I'm interested in. I've just been watching Um, Abbott's Elementary and basically watching um, reruns of like Law and Order and Martin and Wayne's Brothers and stuff. Oh, I got plenty of shows for you to watch. You got Hulu? I definitely do. You got to send me the list, baby. Yeah, the show Reasonable Doubt on there is directed by Kerry Washington. Mm. And I just found out today listening to Larry Wilmore's podcast that he he's producing it, but it's really good. He's in everything. Larry Wilmore's in everything behind the scenes. Like you don't even he know is. it. You don't even know it. Yeah. You don't. Because <laughs> you know he <laughs> helped he helped Issa Ray create insecure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But listening to his podcast this morning, I mean earlier today, he was talking about reasonable doubt. And I was like, Oh, I didn't even know that he was part of the production team. But it's a really good, it's it's like a, it's good. It's, it's on Hulu. Uh, right. Reasonable reasonable doubt. Michael Ely with his crazy self is in it. Oh, was that the one you was talking about where he uh, was in jail or something? Yeah, yeah, it was one of my okay, okay, oh, okay. I like that drones like a couple yeah, of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. Okay. So what's your oh I like that drone, Janina? Um, so I watched this documentary on Hulu that it actually isn't new, but it was called um, The School That Tried to End Racism. So mm. it's actually like Sabir, Sabir is funny. He brought up British TV because it is actually like a British documentary. So they basically did this experiment and they went to like an elementary school that was, was black kid, black British kids and white British kids. And it was some Asians in there and they separated the two. And then they like had basically like a focus group and like they had someone, you know, in another group, in another room listening and watching what the kids were saying about how they felt about race and so in the beginning of the experiment they took a test and so like in the test of course it's similar to like the black dial white dial test so they took a test and it showed that you know most of the kids had a preference of whiteness right and then after they separated them into groups they separated like all the white kids in one group and all the non-white kids in another group (laughs) and it was funny because like the white kids was in a group and you know, when you're the majority, you don't ever really feel uncomfortable. And so 
they kind of felt uncomfortable because they could hear the black kids in the other room like enjoying themselves talking freely and you know seeming like they were having a good time so mm-hmm. it was it was good and then at the end of the experiment they took the test again but they basically like went on a field trip they showed them about like slavery it was good but it was it was a, it was a good little series um the school that tried to end racism yeah okay. so, british tv british tv is really like i think the plots and a lot of the things they do um with their programming is really really good i think they i think they bring everything full circle really good with it with their programming so i really like it. i really enjoy it i'll, I'll watch that okay yeah. what's yours so my oh i like that joint is um do any of y'all listen to the earn your leisure podcast no no okay so the earn your leisure leisure podcast is two guys and they basically talk about the point of the podcast is like working should be a leisure for you so they talk about different ways to make money produce income so it's like leisure doesn't feel like working so they recently had Steve Harvey on and Steve Harvey was just talking about his journey and he dropped a lot of gems which you know was good of where he came from and you know where he's at now so if you get a chance but they have some really good episodes if you're into like investing you want to buy some properties and things like that they talk about all of that stuff huh so you're gonna have to link me. Yeah. Definitely go. Send they they're on everybody's on social media. Oh yeah, yeah everybody's on YouTube. They on they everywhere, you know, all these podcasts, they everywhere. So, but definitely uh if you if you into that, um check them out. So um you gotta hit this join up, is where we highlight a small business. And this week we're highlighting Simply Sweets by Anaya. So Anaya is a 14-year-old baker and she's actually from Delaware. Um, And she makes cakes, pies, and treats. And I actually came across her um, from a cake she was making for her dad. Um, And it was like really, really nice. So I was like, she 14, like she looked younger than 14. So I was like, who is this? you know, young girl, like, making these beautiful cakes. So then I went down a whole rabbit hole and seen her reviews. And actually, one of my friends who's a baker uh, was in, like, a class with her and was telling me, like, she's really, really good. So if you're, you know, she delivers to New Jersey, Philadelphia, and Delaware. Um, so her Instagram is Simply Sweets by Anaya, and her name is spelled A-N-Y-A. And all her info is... On her Instagram page, she has the link in the bio that leads you to her website. So make sure y'all hit her up and support this young um, Black young girl who's starting out with her business so, you know, she can continue to grow. That is what's up. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we're going to get into this week's episode topic. And this week's episode topic, part two, men with no children and what they encounter navigating life so who wants to jump in <laughs> so first, ready yeah so first let's just i guess give them a chance to introduce themselves so sabir basically you know say where you're from how old you are and i guess currently where you stand in your journey of becoming a father not becoming a father open to it or whatever okay 
Well, uh, my name is Sabir Carter. I'm 40 years old, just turned 40 a few weeks ago. Um, from Philadelphia, actually, um, in Delaware now. Uh, basically, for me, uh, the things that I've encountered is as I've gotten older, uh, I'm very indifferent about having children. Um, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And a part of me would love for it to happen. Um, I do have the fear of being too old and entering fatherhood, um, not being able to do the things or being tired to do the things um, <laughs> that children that children require. Um, also, just feeling uh, feeling feelings of wondering if I'm if I can be good enough. Um, as I was raised in the things that I had and the things that I was able to enjoy and do, wondering if I could be that for a child for myself. Um, mm -hmm. That is a big thing for me. Um, but as I've gotten older, um, as I've hit 40, uh, I've really feel like that I can do those things. So I, I lived indifferently for so long, but it is something that I want. But if it doesn't, I got to the point where it's okay. Mm -hmm. okay so are you are you uh helping you said you would like for it to happen so are you doing yes. anything to help make it happen um not at this present moment um just letting things flow um not being uh rigid about how it happens who it happens with okay. um or whatever just uh <laughs> wishing that I get into the right situation, that it is not a um, split parent, split household. Okay. Um, I think that's very, so I think that's very you, important for me. So you're single right now? Yeah. Okay. Okay, ladies, y'all hear that? He's single. <laughs> so you're not okay. dating anyone? No, I'm just, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. I'm, I, what, what I did was I took this particular point in time to focus on my career um, and want to get that together first. Um, so that if it happens, the things that I want to fall in line, will fall in line. Okay. 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 So you ride, you can follow like with your current status, how old you are. What do you see in your, you know, your basically your present status with like fatherhood, Got it. All right. So um I go out of Star Roddy Rod. I'm gonna be 34 in two weeks. Okay. That service, no, December 4th. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um wait, I, are you a Sagittarius? For me, no, I'm a Scorpio. Mm -mm. Uh, okay. Oh, your birthday just passed a bit? Yeah, yeah it just well, passed. When was your birthday? October 23rd. <laughs> oh, okay, so you you in the beginning, you like a Libra Scorpio, yeah, right in the beginning. Okay. Oh yeah, what was that? What was the other requirements you need? Um, just your age, you know, your I guess relationship status, and whether or not you like you're anticipating fatherhood. Okay, you are okay. indifferent. Okay. Um, I'm single and. Just waiting for that special someone to come around. I necessarily want, 
unnecessary want somebody who's gonna be like a lover and a friend so that raising the kid will be in a loving relationship but we'll also have that partnership of bringing up the children and also be like on good terms and no it's just life's been kind of rough for me so I kind of I kind of want it to happen <laughs> sooner than later for me oh interesting interesting okay. I think a lot of times with men it seems like the conversation about kids a lot of times is more focused on like their parent like their their partner as opposed to like most of the time when it comes with women like I feel like our conversation we really didn't talk about the partner at all it was more so just like well I'm not ready or I am ready or if I don't want I I I you know what I mean like I feel like with women it's more so on them not always because it is the women the woman has to carry the baby go through the labor but I think Um, I mean having the right partner is important too that's very important but I don't I don't think that 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 is usually part of the conversation like when people ask when like like for instance when you said that right so when you said Shalia when you were like people were asking me if um I was having a kid or whatever but like if they know that you're not the question could be like are you in a relationship with somebody who you want to have a kid by you get what I'm saying it was like yeah but I think some the partner does matter but I think for me I just get out of my head that oh this is going to be the perfect person for me because I've seen people um have who they thought was the perfect partner and wanted a child with them and then when it happened they got up and was out of the picture and a woman was left to be a single mom so it is important for the woman to find the right partner and for the man, but nothing is guaranteed. So like when I heard the bear talking and Roddy Rod talking, they were saying they were looking for the right woman because they wanted a two-parent household and all of that stuff. And yes, we we all want that, but it's not guaranteed. So, you know, sometimes it's like all of these things we want, they can be like that in the beginning, but sometimes when kids get involved, things change the relationship can change yeah and i and i think i think the one thing that that really had like i guess ruined me from not having kids all this time was looking for the perfect thing looking for the perfect situation looking for the perfect person um all of that stuff and it just isn't that way and i get that Mm -hmm. and and it's still a part of me that just wants to like to to do that to, to give it a shot to give it a try um I'm willing to do that, and if it so doesn't work out, things, uh, what are some things that you look for in somebody that you would you would make your meet? What are some things that you look for? Um. Wow, uh, some things that I look for is it's more so uh, somebody that's going to be there, somebody that cares about me, right? Somebody that is willing to do the things, put the time in, um, to make sure that we can move forward with different things and different check marks that we, as a couple, wish to hit. So that's so, the things that's, yeah. So do you feel like you've possibly been in relationships where somebody could have been like a good mother to your children? Or do you feel like 
You have absolutely. met a woman. You have. Okay. I absolutely have. Yes. I absolutely so do have, you yes. think it was your own maybe immaturity or your own place in life that prevented you from like saying, hey, maybe I should have a kid by this person or maybe I should. 100%. 100%. See, I, I feel like with men, it's always about timing. Like, a lot of times men, depending on where I they wanna, are in life. I want to elaborate what you're about to say, Janine, because <laughs> I'm not going I'm not going to lie. Um, I went to college for like for almost five years. And my parents were paying for me for, to go to college. So... You can imagine during my college years, I was just like wrapping it up because I'm just like, damn. I got all this pressure on me to finish college, finish school. I'm not get I'm not landing no part-time jobs. I'm not getting no money or nothing. I'm going out into the nightlife scene every damn week. And the little money that I do get, I'm splurging in the club. So I was a broke college student just trying to stay on the book. So the timing wasn't in the cards during those years at all. Like then I was going to school, watching classmates drop out, watching people, watching guys drop out as well because they may have to work two jobs or to support their kids and all that stuff. So when you come with timing, I do believe in that. I do believe that um, something has to be together because I didn't want, to, I didn't envision myself like having a small kid and I I wouldn't be working to bring in money to provide them for diapers and food or help them, help the mother when she needed to go to the doctor and stuff. So like, no, being vicariously, um, involved with other people's children, I've noticed those things when they was with their partners or single parents. So I guess that kind of made me an overthinker in my 20s. Right. Yeah. And that's understandable. No, I was going to say that's understandable. Um, I just think, you know, sometimes our thoughts of what we want and how we think things are going to work out, like... Mm -hmm. You could want all of these things and you could say, this is how I'm going to do things. And, you know, this is how I expect things to be. But sometimes it, it's just not how things work for you. Um, Another, but I I do think that men, um, financial, a certain financial status is needed and is looked at by women. It is. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I think that that's why I, it was for me wanting to have every duck in a row, every aspect um, working as it should to be fair to a child that I want to enter in this world. Like, I feel like this world is, and people from generations past and even future is going to feel like this world is pretty messed up um, to bring children in. But like, I, I really wanted to have those things in order to be able to be fair to my child. Um, not be in a position to tell my child no. Um, yeah. So that's that was that's a big thing for me. So it yeah. was a big thing for me. Right. And and that was one of the reasons why we like did the flip of this topic because the elements that are involved in making that decision or not making that decision are different for men and women. 
So mm-hmm. like, because men are able to procreate later in life, they, you know, they are not dealing with that biological clock like women are. Oh, and yeah, a lot yeah. of times I feel like with women, people don't even have those precursory conversations. Like we said, like for instance, right, you're 30, you're 34, right? So I had my kid at 30 and I had my kid at 37. Mm. So at 30, you know, Sabir, just a background. Me and Sabir went to high school together. So I've known him for, we've known each other for a long time. And so we've seen a lot of people, you know, a lot of people have kids, you know, like for instance, when we were like 28, 27, like we were really hanging out a lot, like going out to mm-hmm. the clubs, like Mushu Friday night, like <laughs> enjoying ourselves. But then we know we had friends who like had kids at 17 and 18. So that meant mm-hmm. that they had small kids at home. Mm-hmm. But it's this huge shift for women, like for men. So like, let's say Sabir at 28, he may not have been taking his career serious, right? He's living his life doing whatever. And now maybe at 30, he's like, it's time for me to grow up. It's time for me to get my stuff in order. Women don't always have that luxury. At 30, right. at 30, their eggs are starting to get bad. And they now <laughs> right. have to say, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to like get married? So when you look at the age gap, how women and men usually are. So a 30 year old man and a 30 year old woman aren't always in the same place. So that's mm-hmm. why a lot of times, men are marrying younger women and women are marrying older women because older men because when you're at 45 let's just say you in two more years you probably will be way more financially stable and you're like I'm ready to settle down get married have kids right mm-hmm. and the women your age i.e me we, we we probably came to the point where we're like no we're not having no more kids past that. like past that yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely so, it's just the dynamics of that subject is it's different. Like it, it's just the way that you look at it is different. Like I feel like a lot of times with men and with marriage, a lot of times with men, it's like, well, this, you know, this is not where I thought in my head I would be. Yes. So I don't want, you know, this is not the decision I want to meet. And with women, it's like sometimes it's pressure, outside pressure. Like, well, you get old, well. You still ain't had yeah. no kids. Like I remember when yeah. I got pregnant, people were like, "Oh, I thought she wasn't ever gonna have no kids." <laughs> yeah, <that's funny. laughs> it's like it's like it's like why would it's like why would that not be a thing? Like, like I, I never, I literally never said that to anyone. I'm like, well, I literally never said to anyone, I don't want to have kids. So why did you think that? I, <laughs> because, because people I'm make 30? up how they think they what how your life should be in their eyes. People in their do eyes, that too. right? Yeah, they be like, oh, yes. by this age, I thought you would have did this, this, and that. Well, you, how you making up how you think my life should go? Like, come on. Yeah, like, um, I ain't gonna lie, I have older parents, so. Oh, okay. So my mother, she's kind of pushing me, nudging me right now, because she's like, oh, I want to see, I want to see your kids before my time mm-hmm. is caught. Yeah. yeah. But my father's like, whatever, he has a kid or not in this world. <laughs> Do you whatever. have siblings? Yes, I have siblings. I have um older brothers and sisters who have kids and grandkids. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. how so you're the last, you're like I'm, the last No, no, I have one more after me, and she's oh, okay. um she's like 30. So how okay. old was your mom when she had you? I think 39. 
Interesting. Interesting. So it's exactly. like my older brother, he's in his late 50s. Mm-hmm. So he has kids. His his son is older than me, and he has his son has so he has grandkids as well, and then great grandkids. Right. Uh, and and yeah. you so do you and your older siblings have different fathers? Yeah. Right. Only me and my little sister has the same father. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the like, thing about men is men a man can make a baby up until his Yes. I have his a family penis member. isn't working anymore. So I have you a can family be 65 member. and make a baby. I have a family member a few months before he passed, he had a baby. Uh-huh. So how old was and he? It, I think I think if I remember he he's somebody grandfather, so I think he was like damn near <laughs> 65, 70 at the time. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm. My, yeah. my man. My man. <laughs> and that's so and that's that even with the Caribbean, that that's that's normal in Caribbean culture. Yeah. So what which which your uh from? Yeah. Family from Guyana. Okay, Diana. Diana. Guyanese, okay. Guyanese. Nice. But um, I was going to say, like, yes, men can make babies up until practically the day that they die. And most of the time when men, like you said, your uncle, it's probably by a younger woman who he thought he was going, you know? So like Janina was saying, like the older men usually get with the younger woman because they're fertile and they're willing and, you know, but... Mm. With a lot of parts of the relationship with with men and women, men, I feel, sometimes have the upper hand. Just think about it, right? I can want to get married all I want. But if a man don't ask me, I'm not going to be married, right? Mm-hmm. I can want a baby all I want. But if I don't get with a man who wants to impregnate me, it's not going to happen, right? But with sure. a man... He could say, I want to get married. He asked five different women and see who said yes. <laughs> right. He, he could want a baby. He can impregnate five different women and have five kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're going to be broke. You're going to be broke. But <laughs> yeah, but, but, it's, happen. but it's possible. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's our, the way things work for women, it's not always up to us. You know what I mean? So. Okay, so I have a question. I got a question for you, Roddy. Um, yeah. Um, the fact that you were what, six years apart or whatever, not that far apart, whatever. Um, um, do you think that you're not having a child yet um, makes you less responsible? And if you would have had a child sooner, would you have been more responsible because of the child? Um. It would change my mindset on a lot of things. I'm not going to say that it would make it would have it would have brought more responsibility because I would know that um, spending habits would have changed. And um, it's not just you, right? It's not just you. You have to <laughs> And then um, way of thinking would have definitely been changed because um, I had a nephew that I actually did raise when he was a baby, so mm-hmm. I had that practice. <laughs> From like first mm-hmm. to three, but mm, I wasn't nice. taking it serious. I was, I had, I had extra help, of course. So I wasn't doing the consistent mm-hmm. <laughs> changing diapers, feeding, taking him to school. 
So it was just a little practice, I guess. But yeah, it will change my mindset and all that, you know? Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I tend to find myself as I sit back and I think uh, about that and do I go on throughout all of this time. So basically, I've been on my own since I was 18. Wow. Right? Um, I, I grew up, it was oh, me and my mom. It was me and my mom. My mom passed when I was 18. So I've been on my own since I was 18. So like a lot of things that I may have should have been responsible for in doing things for myself. I didn't feel like I needed to do because it was just me. I just, all I had to take care of was myself. So oh, you don't have siblings? I do. My brother, he lives in Vegas, but he's like 51. He just turned 51. So like there's a gap. There was a gap then. Um, we just had the same father. But um, like I said, I grew up with just me and my mom. So um, I think that that would have given me a um, more of a sense of responsibility, mm-hmm. more of a sense of not feeling selfish that it's either all about me or it's just me. Um, I don't want to say all about me, but it's just me. So I, I, I run, I replay that in my mind. Maybe that would have given me a level of, of, of deeper responsibility because when it's just me, I, I don't care where it really happens to me, but right. I have friends, family members and stuff like that, that I would go to bed for. I would do anything for, but I won't do those things for myself. And I tend to think and I wonder like if I did have a child sooner um, and whether it worked out with, with the mother or not, if I did, it would have changed the course of my direction. You know what I'm saying? I, it would have been that fork in the road. I would have the other way. Yeah. You, you felt like it would have gave you more sense of purpose because it's not only you that you'd be letting down or you it wouldn't be just you that you would be making proud. Like you would be making your child proud as well as yeah disappointing yeah. them so yeah i knew so let i knew ask, i couldn't let my child up so let me ask y'all both this um uh, so for me um from my family and some of my friends i i get the question like like the other day i talked to one of my aunts who lives in florida and the first i haven't talked to her in years first thing she said how many kids you got none well when you popping out some <laughs> never is that so like a badge of honor? <laughs> right. So do y'all get the same questions from like your family and friends? Yeah, like for me, I um I've been to a lot of baby showers and family gatherings lately, and I just stopped going because one or two people wow. would pop up and tell me, but ask me, oh, everybody over here got these small kids, but where's yours? I'm like, yo, stop being so oh, rude. Oh man. I did oh. do a ruley too, not 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 subtlety rules. Yeah, it's always true. Yeah. 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 So like um I get that. And I have like aunts that were willing to babysit, watch kids, uh have an aunt that has a daycare, like stuff like that. But you know, age they're getting up there. Um, so there's always the ask, when are you? Are you? Why haven't you? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Why you don't have yeah. one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just your wanted mother, to make your mother sure that women, yeah, yeah. I just wanted yeah. to make sure that women weren't the only people who got that nah, nah, from your family. But you know what? I get but it. I, th- <laughs> I think that's also a culture thing because, like, white men they have kids really late in life, they do. and they don't always. I don't think they always get that. Like, oh well, if you a business person and you getting money and you out here doing stuff. You know, they probably don't get that. Like, when are you going to have kids? You know, 
Like a lot of these celebrities literally didn't have kids until they were like in their fifties, and they right. didn't have money. Like Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio don't got no kids. <laughs> but like yeah, 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 he dates twenty five. Like he dates like twenty five year old girls. Then what's her yeah, name? But- Die without kids too. Oh, Betty White. Betty White. Yeah. Oh, I don't even yeah. know. Oh. She didn't have any children. Yeah, yeah she didn't. Yeah. She lived her Listen, whole life. All that that's money. sad. That's sad. Though. It's she a lot of women. It's a lot of women, and I know some personally who are out here doing their things in their careers, making money, and they're they don't have children and they're content. So it's okay. I said this before. As long as you're happy. That's, yeah, that's why would you man. say that that's sad that she didn't have no kids why would you say that well no because no Sabir said it's sad that Betty White oh. didn't have no kids why is that no, sad? Like... No, no. no he said because she no. lives to 100 I said she, I said it's sad she almost made it to 100 oh, oh I thought you said <laughs> yeah because oh. she almost made it to 100 yeah. she died right I was before here. her 100 I ain't gonna birthday. lie I was rooting for her I was, I was rooting for me me too. Yeah, love, it was all she White. died like right a month before her one hundred right day. Right. Because they did like a special Franklin. on her and like People magazine saying Franklin. like her hundred birthday. Still put it out. Yeah, and they still she, put it out. That was very. She could have She could have cashed out all her life insurance policies when she got a hundred too. Mm-hmm. That would have been nice. Shut she up. Cashed all them. <laughs> <laughs> she could have cashed all them Jones out. Well, she that, lived a good long life. She, she probably. She life. probably. Yeah. She probably she probably um spent her earnings on her niece and nephews and, and great niece and nephews. I, I heard a um an interview. I don't know if y'all know this artist. Her name is Anaya. Um, she's like an up and coming artist. Well, anyway, um, well, Anaya's on this part. She uh <laughs> she um was on what's the what's Shay four five? She was on there or whatever. She was doing an interview and she was saying like she was supposed to meet Betty Wright and Betty Wright was gonna like take her under her wing and she was gonna be her mentee and stuff, but she didn't get oh, a wow. chance to meet her. So yeah, I think I Betty Wright was doing a lot of that, like taking people under her wing and like wow. probably you know helping them out with with like her money and stuff. I wouldn't wait ancient you saying Betty Wright. She's we were talking about Betty Wright. Betty Wright's Betty Wright's Betty oh, White. You said you Betty said you said, you said White Wright just now. <laughs> oh no, Betty White. W H I T E, not Betty Wright. Betty White. I'm sorry. Betty Wright is Betty Wright is funny as Jack's show. <laughs> yeah, but not her. Betty White. I'm sorry. I've been uh, in Georgia for a, a minute. You know how I don't know if y'all know, but people down here, you can't can't really understand what they're saying. So you just I gotta act accents. like you do. You gotta do. play along. I know, I, I know exactly what they're saying. I love accents. I love <laughs> all over the I love accents all over the country. So it's crazy how society looks down on the, the people who don't have kids like so bad. Like I understand that it's something you're supposed to do to reproduce and whatnot. And it's like between a lot of people who do have kids is like they don't know they don't want them or they get them taken away or right. They don't know how right. to treat right. them. Right. I mean, there's right. a lot of children that. who don't have parents. There's a lot of children who do not have parents. So at the end of the day, it's not about the children because these children would have parents. Like it's a lot of children in the system. Mm-hmm. Like that's okay. cool. okay. yeah. So 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 for me, my thing always was, um, people always used to tell me like, oh, well, why don't you find somebody that doesn't have kids? And you can start a family with this person and that person. And a lot of the people that I've been in relationships or got close to a relationship with and stuff like that, most of them had children. Right. Um, so 
So people always would, would say that to me, and I will always think when people say that to me, that was very unfair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if I'm with the person and she has a child, then the child is a part of it, right? The children, right. child, children is a part of it. So I never, I always hated when people did that. Like, do you do you go through that, Roddy? Like, if you deal with somebody that has children, or yeah, well, you, know, you should leave her alone. Well, my thing is, I think purposely at this juncture in my life, I would more persuade my way to look for somebody who don't because a lot of a lot of people that I'm at, they'll be like, they'll have one or two and be like, I'm done. I don't want no more. That's true. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I already got a handful with this one. Right. Because they, 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 they tell you that they're early. single they moms. Early, but they, they they're single early, moms. Yeah. So you got to take yeah, that into consideration. So let me ask y'all this. Are either one of you open to adoption or being a step parent? I've always been open to being a step parent. Um, adoption always 100% for me has always been I want my own first. And then, I want a bio kid first. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's okay. that the bio, the bio, the bio child is very important. Um, and then adoption can come after. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I want to go What? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to do adoption before I have my own because I feel like you know, I will feel like. I would feel like I'm taking on another person's responsibility as well, as if I still took an, a girl who has one or multiple kids and still waiting to, to have my own. So it's like yeah. something like a pride thing for me. I don't know. Yeah, okay. see, like I, I never I never felt that way. I just always felt like if the child is needed, needed somebody in a sense, and I was with them, then I'll just step and be that person. Like I know my boundaries. I know like I know I'm not the child's father. In a sense. You know what I'm saying? But I know. But as time goes on, the kid the kid becomes close to you and this and that. Right. So I know what end up being the guy's father depending on the child because when they're young, they become right. a crush. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. That's true. And I'm totally fine so, with that. So I know a family, and y'all can look them up on social. They're called raising cultures. So the wife, she had has one biological child, but it's not her husband's. So her husband has no biological children with her, but they've adopted three children and they have her biological daughter. However, the the two that they first got, they're biracial. And then the youngest one, he's a white little boy. But she, the wife did skin to skin with him at the hospital. Mm-hmm. So that's the only mom that he knows. So he, he thinks... That's his mom. Well, you know, it is his mom, but he says all the time, like, that's where I came out of your belly and, you know, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. Now that he's getting older, they have open adoption and he has met his biological father, his siblings. So she's teaching him about that. But you can't tell the little boy that he ain't come from them, that that's, that's <laughs> not the mom and dad that he was born from. So I think, you know, if you, I think doing that skin to skin, is what bonded them together. And so, you know, he got, that's all he knew. So, I mean, I understand having your own biological to carry on your legacy and things like that. But, you know, there's a lot of 
children out here who need homes and even for Absolutely. me I was even thinking of do being like a um foster mom a foster or like a respite where right. kids are waiting to foster in the I don't know. I may be open to it, but the kid got to be very, very young. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This, this, this. Like, you got to have like two, like maybe, because I want the experience of still, you know. So if it's like under five, then yeah, maybe I may be open to that because, you know, they be trying to. Yeah, I mean, if you sign up for it and you tell them that's, you know, like I said, this woman. The the baby was a day old and they called her. She, a she day didn't know old? He was, yeah, yeah she didn't you could know. adopt the baby before it's even born. Like start yeah. the process. Yeah. You could start yeah, the process before it's born. But mm-hmm. one thing I feel like a lot of people don't talk about is male fertility issues. Right. And a lot mm-hmm. of times men can sit and wait and think, oh well, I gotta wait till I find a perfect person, blah, 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 blah. Get married. You got this and person. <laughs> hello and you guys are screwing like rabbits and nothing is happening right and i feel like you know a lot of times when it comes with health period it's not m- male health is not talked about enough a lot of times mm-hmm. you know people men my dad like he never went to the doctors like men some men Most just men don't, don't go to the doctors like my dad never went to the doctors one thing i will say my husband he at least does go to the doctors that's what's up. But but even when he does go by himself, he doesn't always relay all the information. Exactly. Or let so, them tell him whatever they want to tell him. And I feel like I'm like, I shouldn't have to feel like you're my son and I got to go with you to the doctors. Like mm-hmm. he had diabetes and apparently this whole time he had been going to the doctors and they've been telling him that he was pre-diabetic. But he's in his head just thinking like, he's never going to get past the pre, I guess. I don't know, but, <laughs> but, you know, I think it does start when you're really young. Another problem is that a lot of times people grow up without a father. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, a woman going to the doctor is different than a man going to the doctor. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I've never had a prostate, prostate check. I, I can't tell my son about that. You know what I mean? But okay. that's true. when you grow yeah. up without a dad you are a lot of times missing elements of things it's a lot of things as women that our mother teaches us and Mm -hmm. some women don't have mothers and some women didn't get those elements so a lot of times they had to find out things on their own and the same thing happens for young boys right they don't know certain things they aren't told certain things about their body parts like there are some young boys that are not told to use condoms every time they have sex you know sometimes people and you're like okay you got her pregnant how right (laughs) you know no yeah yeah i think i think that's a a a thing where like you have people whose fathers wasn't involved and they go out and have a lot of kids so they could just want to be the father that they didn't grow up with or stuff like that and then then they can work in it could work in like my view for a sec. Like I don't have any because I don't want to ever feel like that I would be that type of person to my child. So you really so, like it's opposite ends of the spectrum. You know what I mean? With that. So what was your situation with your dad? Was he was he here? Was he? It was fairly absent. 
um, after me being two, three years old, fairly absent. Okay. Um, now, now, what I will say is that my mom did a really good job of placing and putting um, men in my life that had, that were either married, had families, had that structure. So that's something that I could see. That's nice. You understand what I'm saying? Um, so even though my dad wasn't there, I did have a lot of, of, of really stout male influences um, to help guide me through a lot of things. It takes a village to raise a kid, they say. Yeah, and that's and that's why for me, and that's why for me, I don't have a problem. Like I never had a problem with dealing with somebody that had children, right? If I had people that had children that would take me in and do things with me as a child, how do I not repay that to somebody if I'm in that situation? So uh-huh. that was always my thing. So I never looked at if somebody had children as the, as a deterrent for me going to different steps and next steps with them. You know. Yeah, but you also don't want the baby father drama because I don't want the baby mama drama. So sometimes I haven't. You know what? Oh. Honestly, I haven't really had to deal with that. Good for you. That's for that's you. a blessing. It's a very it's, it's a blessing. I, I think it's like it probably built a level of naiveness in me with that, right? But hey, I haven't had to deal with that. Uh, <laughs> you better knock on some wood or scum over there. That's a lot right? of best blessings right? out there, brother. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean... Yeah, I, I, I know I've been fortunate with that. I def- uh-huh. That's probably another reason why I would try to look for somebody who don't have as well, because of that particular reason. Sanine. So, um, yeah, like, I know that um, a lot of people, where I'm from, a lot of guys are, like, extremely rough and dug, duggish material, so I know that most of these girls get pregnant by them first, and that's just what it is. Uh, so, what are, what are your, both of y'all, what are y'all age ranges for dating? My age range for dating is like right around my age. Um, oh, you don't want to go younger? Interesting. No, I mean, saying like thirty-five to forty. Yeah, like thirty-five to forty, thirty-five, forty-two, uh, stuff like that. Forty-two, um, but you want to have kids? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's forty-two-year-olds like, that don't have kids. Janita, that still can have kids. Yeah, yeah but, but they but probably the, like. But, I'll give you one. How many? So, so you fine with just one if you have just one? Yeah, I was the only child, so yeah, I, it doesn't, it doesn't. At this point, that's how I'm feeling yeah. too. I, I could yeah. just get one, I'll shower him, and you have all my attention on her, and that's it. Okay. Because yeah. okay. one, because yeah. right now I have zero. <laughs> so what is your age range for dating? <laughs> um, At least, at least it could be 24 and up. Okay. Because I know at least then they're 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 they they experience life and they may be out of college or not. So they have 24? some sort of maturity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking about when I was 24. I was not. I was ooh the streets. Man, had me. <laughs> Man. I'm not. I was. Had you on speed dial. The streets had me. I was in the club every day of the week. Like That's... listen, That's what? hilarious. What twenty? I wasn't thinking 24. about no baby twenty at twenty four, twenty five. No, 
There's some people that th- th- that's some females that mature faster than us, though. Their their mind is that's true. That's true. That's very their true. mind is they will get married at 17 if they could. If they found that the person was in front of them. There's some that's out there. That's like But so, then there's also right. guys that, that that feel that way too, that they don't want to play the field. They may be too shy to play the field. They don't they may have some inadequacies that make them not want to play the field and find that one person so that they can get out of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like that is I well, think it yeah. works both ways. Yeah, I think it works both ways. I just think that we fall into the thing where we always say that men are not as mature. You know what I'm saying? Um, some are, most aren't. I think it's true, though. Some are, most aren't. Um, some are, most aren't. Some are. <laughs> some, <laughs> some are, most aren't. Most aren't. But, like, biologically, but see, like, biologically, the difference is that, like, girls stop, like, you could, be, you could basically be, like, a 16-year-old boy and, like, only been in puberty for, like, a couple of years, right? Uh-huh. A 16-year-old girl could have hit puberty at nine you know what I mean at 16 she's done (laughs) she's done growing biologically but mentally no but as a boy like you literally grow until you're 21 but one thing though I think it's very important for parenthood men and women is that you handle all your childhood you try to handle as much childhood traumas Trauma. as possible because i think i think that, women should do that too no i said for because, parenthood oh well, parenthood yeah yeah, yeah. Parenthood. okay because yeah. they will come up i mean i was you were what i said i was always a late woman with everything so mm. oh, okay, okay. So I will, I will, I will have, I will meet or have family members that were actually doing a lot of stuff at 18, 19, 20 and stuff that I weren't doing. I just, and that's why I said, that's why when I said the 24, it was kind of a good age because some people did at that age, they just, some, sometimes they in their career and they're just ready or they're in their mind state, depending on the person though, well, depending on the personality, of course, and where um, they at. Janina, you're right though. Like I, I think that I was when you talk about being a late bloomer, uh, Roddy, uh, I was a late bloomer with tackling my childhood traumas and tackling traumas, previous stuff, mm. right? I, I think at like 37, 38-ish around that age, mm. is when I really started to like tackle that stuff. It started to be like, all right, well, I let so much time go past and I felt like I floated for yeah. 20 years. Right. So lo- losing your mom, losing your mom so young, did you do you feel like you gave yourself like time to to process the grief like in a healthy way or absolutely not, absolutely not, absolutely not. It yeah. finally started to hit me at like thirty, like like I said, thirty seven, thirty eight. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when it started to hit me, and I started to see things and I see myself. Yeah, yeah, see myself in different ways like damn these things didn't work out and i'm wondering why these things didn't work out and i started to see things in myself and i'm like damn you know what i thought i tackled all these things i thought that i was good on all the whole time i was just masking stuff so a lot of things that didn't work was probably because of me Mm. you know what i'm saying and and it takes some time to 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 look within yourself and even be um feel good about yourself and to do so yeah to do so you know, some people never tackle that. That's true. Yeah. Just, right. just suppress, 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 very, very, very. And 
they wonder why their children, you know, like yeah. some people treat their children the way that they were treated. And it's like, no, you have to break that. If it's right. a bad thing, you have to break that type of stuff. So um, going through that and, 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 and the healing of those traumas, it made me more prepared and more want to have a child because now I know, I know that I wouldn't be pushing those things on him or her. I wouldn't be, I would be the best possible version. Instead of saying that, yes. wondering how I could be, now I know that I will be. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say for me, yeah. It's harder to, so. it's harder to be a parent and you're dealing with that. And then you're also mm -hmm. dealing with mm -hmm. like growing as a person, you know, growing as an individual, as an adult. It's like, Okay. Yeah. And then I also see the flip side where people that I've met in my life who like I'm talking about guys who pat like they just had so many bad dating experiences and they just was overwoman that they just they just was they just was a content of being that uncle for life. <laughs> I'm talking about guys in their late fifties and sixties. They're like, "Oh, yeah. I'm I'm at this they point." Still, but they still play in the field though, because I'm pretty no. sure. Well, I don't, I don't know the, them, but well, one I know he's not. The one I know he's not. He said he just he just go home and make a sandwich and go back to work. I said, "Damn, bro." That has oh. to be depressing. Yeah, that's depressing. But for me, more. I lost my mom at fourteen, and my oh. dad was kind of in and out. So I think, and then matter of fact, at the age of 42, about to be 43, I know that that's why I said having kids was not in the books for me <laughs> because I'm just now at 42 dealing head on with my traumas and, and oh, working right. through them and learning how to right. be a better person because my traumas caused me to be this hard person, right. getting through life, saying fuck people, <laughs> this and this and that. Right. Can you imagine me having a, a child and teaching them that? Mm -hmm. No, it would. It would. I have see that. Good. I see that. So I see that so much. I see that so much. So much. I see it yeah. so much, and it's like oh, it's yeah. so unfair. It's so unfair. It is so, unfair. So unfair. Right. Well, like our ancestors, like literally pass down their traumas and so it's just like when you're in survival mode all the time mm -hmm. survival yeah. mode all the time you're not living you're surviving mm -hmm. and honestly like that just us as a black culture especially in america we our generation has to break that you know like the whole thing oh you 18 you need to move out my house you need to get like right no. mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah. no figure your shit out so that you aren't procreating and making another person who like you're surviving, you're like barely making it. No, like I want to see my kids comfortable. I want them to be happy. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. happiness, happiness was a luxury for our ancestors. Like mm -hmm. you literally mm -hmm. I could walk back to the you. store yeah. and get killed. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rob, what did you want to say? I mean, I I see that too. I hate that the parents would kick their kids out at a certain age because it's like it's what what you 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 just was gonna just raise this person for like 17 18 years and then at 18 they gotta choose what they're gonna do either go to school go to military yeah or but, go but out it, there on their own 
But these parents have been telling their kids that 18, you got to go for years. It, it ain't just right. 18. It's, it's, it's generational. They've been saying, hey, yeah. like, I got five more. They get mad at each other. I got five right. more years with your ass. <laughs> right. And you exactly. Yeah, yeah, but you, you cut, you, you cut you the kid off because you got a year left. You bet it's, but it's, it's trauma. But when you yeah. think about it, it's brainwashed because guess what? When our ancestors would have babies, as soon as they got to a certain age, they went out on that field. They was going mm-hmm. out the house and they went out on that field. This is just this is just brainwashed from the Europeans. Like, okay, you got to go out there and make your keep. You know, once right. you're able, you got to make your keep because that's uh-huh. what we had to do. But it's like, no, you need to. But I personal- think now in 2022, we should have enough knowledge and we yes. have enough technology where yeah. we should be able to break those generational curses and teach our children differently and give them a chance. Like, you don't have to get out at 18. Right, but like, you have to do something to develop your right, you as a person. Right, Personal development, right. you know, as well as professional development. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know people who they may not let their kid, but they let their kid do nothing. Just yeah, sit right. in the house and do oh, Sit in the house cool. all day. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh. I know y'all Caribbean families don't play that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you 18, you ain't staying at home all day. You doing something... And I just moved out of my parents' house last year, so I they 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 took their they took their patience on me and their time and stuff until I I, I was I was able to do it on my own. So they ain't came so me you out. You lived there your whole life, like oh, when you came back from college, you moved back in with your parents. I, I did college. I did commute college. I lived at oh, home okay. and commuted to college and everything. Oh, okay. Wow, that's amazing. Because I I hardly know any of my friends who had yeah. that luxury. Yeah. So that's, that's I, yeah. Amazing. But it all depends on the parent as well. My parents, they was willing to help us every step of the way because that was the type of people they are. And right. I know that's people that keep their kids out, and they're right. like, "You figure it out. We we still have your little brother or sister here. That's it." Mm-hmm. Are both of your parents immigrants, or is any either one of them immigrants? Who for me? They're both from Guyana. They're both immigrants. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That, that that immigrant called immigrant culture is different too. Like also, Not exactly. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> if you're gonna work, a lot of times, like I know, like my friends who parents like are always there and they come back home, they're immigrants. Like a lot of times, yeah, they have a different, different mind frame. A different oh yeah, that's what it home. is. Right, right. Yeah, yeah it's do. a different mind frame because you're like, well, we're gonna keep the money in house. Like, why right. allow my child to go have an apartment and struggle and give this person rent when they could just be helping us here in this household? You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a different mindset. Yeah. So, um, Sabir and Roddy Rob, what, what are, what's, what's y'all plans moving forward? Are, are you, both of you are single, so are you looking to date? What, what's in the plans? I don't even care. I, it don't really bother <laughs> me right now. Like I said, like I said, um, I'm looking to build my career. I, I at 39, I started a new career. Right. Mm-hmm. So what do you do um, now? I am in insurance. Okay. Cool. So yeah, I started. I started insurance sales uh, last October. Oh. Okay. Um, okay. I flew. I, I flew in from Denver for my birthday, and started uh, insurance the next day. Right. So, um, yeah. So like I've been in it for a year. Um, so like 
um, the one thing for me is that most people are in their job and their careers at my age already, right? Um, so the 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 transition to doing so at 39 was extremely difficult. Uh, but now it's very rewarding, it's fulfilling. I can see, not necessarily the light at the end of the tunnel, but I can see where this can take me, different mm-hmm. avenues that this uh, career can take me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited okay. about that. So I want to, to dive into that um, here first um, and, 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 and focus on that. Um, but what I'm saying is I'm not, like yeah. somebody came along and they wanted to date you. Are you open to that? Or are you just focused on your career right now and you don't want no distractions? I, I'm focused on my career. I don't really want no distractions. Oh, my okay. goodness. So then, how you gonna have kids? How you gonna have right? I'm dead. And so, so the thing is, for me, it's the it's the thing going back, right? And maybe this is something that I need to work on for myself, but it's like making sure that I have the things in place, right? But do you know that you can have everything in place? Sure, sure. And but then but there, it, it don't end up like that. It don't. Yeah, end, but no. yeah. yeah, but it's not. But do you know you that. can meet somebody and they can upgrade your situation? Exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. I absolutely know that. But I know for me that I know I want to hit certain benchmarks. Am I almost there? Absolutely. Okay. I get you. Am I almost there? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay, yes. I get you. So in the near future. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's not it's not like, oh, I want to put five. Yeah, I don't want to put five years into this and be like, I'm 45 now is the time. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. So in the near future, you plan yeah. on you know, being blessed and finding a woman that you can settle down with and start your family. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. What about you, uh, Ryan? Well, right now I'm actually in the process of looking for that special somebody because I'm I'm on Hinge, <laughs> I'm on Bumble, I'm on Facebook dating. Okay. I'm actually trying to get out there and um and talk. I'm trying to actually do the okay. work. It's just I'm taking my time because I was in a toxic relationship, so mm. I had to. I almost didn't get out of there. I almost married a girl, so I'm trying not oh, to. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm trying yeah. to find somebody who I know and I'm sure about this time around, without a doubt, because yeah. you know, um, I wanna I wanna make sure I can give that person my all, and if I say I do, I do. So I'm actually in the process of trying to make it happen sooner than later for me. You know, I'm in the mindset of, yo, I want this to happen. Just want to find somebody who's willing and who match my criteria. And that's where I'm at right now because I know that um, I'm in a different headspace. And since I I have have a job and I live on my own, that I'm more confident in actually pushing things forward okay Mm, i'm glad you said that because something that i've noticed about men is that where they're at in life and especially in their career is a boost for them Mm -hmm. they they Mm -hmm. get more comfortable they get that's their foundation yeah yeah but with women you know that's not you know everything to them but with men so they so get so to that point. So the thing about I think what you're saying, like the thing about men and where they want to be in their career, is that 
we all have this thing about being the provider and being this that, and the other. Provider. So yeah. when that when that when that when that pressure is put upon us, then we yes, we should put ourselves in a position to be able to do that, right? Um, mm-hmm. And have that either A, be an option or the way. You know what I'm saying? Um, so as long as as long as men, we can put ourselves in that position to be able to do that. You're right. We we do get a little bit more comfortable. Um, some mm-hmm. men take advantage of that. Some men take advantage of that and become completely controlling because of it. But All right. Um, but no, I, I think that innately um, when we have true adult relationships in that sense, uh, I think that the career is a lot or the money that they're making or whatever it is, that's a lot. So they can feel they can feel that level of emasculation to be the guy that they were either taught right. or they hear a woman want, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, financial stability is important, is. but also it can be wiped away at any moment. Like, right. like I said, exactly. like my husband right now, like before I got, when I got pregnant with my son, I quit my job. And so like we relied solely on my husband's um, income. And then like he basically got laid off from both of his jobs. And like mm-hmm. that, you know, it, just in the blink of the blink of even if you even if you own your That's own business, true. like COVID came, nobody seen her coming. Like anything can be <laughs> that the, is the, true. The key is that your partner COVID like, smacked me in the back had, of the head. Yeah, the key is that you have, <laughs> but it has to be a partner that's willing to take take the ball when you pass it to them. You know what right. I mean? Like exactly. That's the key. Like right now. Like my husband, well, like Sabir, how you were saying, like you started, he started a new career late in life too. He's a truck driver and he had been doing really good for himself for the last couple of years. But, you know, he got into an accident at, at work. And yeah. so now he's not making the same money he was making on work as cop as he was making when he was out on the road. Uh-huh. But luckily, right. you know, I'm working, I'm back working now. Yeah. Right. And I think, and I think also, and I think also that, that type of um, balance um partnership um Mm -hmm. i think that um being married is is a little bit different but i think that it provides it provides a level of partnership that you can make the sacrifice that he's fine with it he can make the sacrifice or whatever he's going through and you're fine with going back to work doing everything like that to contribute the household i think that whether it's somebody engaged somebody or in a relationship i think that some people have their guard up or they have that to where they not they don't want yeah. to do that. So I but think now, that marriage provides it. I think marriage provides that thing where you can it's a team where you I know say, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, but um I like what you were saying, Janina. Um not everybody has the mind state or the expectation of that most females they come in saying the man has to always be working and the female comes out home and take care of the house so um whenever the man can't work the whole family is crippled so some some stuff end up like that as well or all of a sudden it's over and they don't want you no more so there's a lot of that as well yeah but i think i think this day and age there's a lot of women who would love a stay-at-home husband because like there's women out here that's making six figures. They want to have their kids. They want to have kids, but then they also don't want to like never see their kids or just leave their kids at a daycare or something. They, they would feel better with their kids being able to be home with the other parent. 
So, right. like, I really think that it could if be. If he a has it in him. Right. If right. he has it in him to do that, because not every man yeah. is through the, through the but caretaker. That goes, yeah, because, but that goes back to the whole partnership. So, like, when I think about marriage, I think about having a partner, somebody who has my back. We, we help each other. It's not, it's not one-sided where I look for you to do everything for me. I look for you to pay all the bills. Like, I'm not in to that. Like, you got to pay everything while I sit and I spend my money on whatever I want. Right. No, because that gets us nowhere. So I get to spend my money on whatever I want to, and you got to pay <laughs> all the bills. Right. No, but this is a partnership. We're supposed mm-hmm. to make this thing work together. And if you're in a partnership and you do That's so have to make enough money to pay the bills, I'm going to put my money in the bank for a rainy day. I'm not right. going to be out here shopping frivolously and doing all of this stuff. Or if if you do let me take all my money, I'm planning vacations. I'm you know what I mean? Right, so right, it right, depends right. on a person. You got to That's how, that's what I see. I see the partnership. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Partnership is important. Definitely. It is. Like I was thinking the other day about Yeah, I was thinking the other day about marriage and I'm just like it's kind of weird because like your husband is now like your family member. So it's like honestly as a wife, your relationship with your husband is similar to like a mom and it's similar to like when they get sick or like they're in the hospital you have to do like what would you do what what you would do if they were your child right and then you also should be able to like have fun with them and do things like if they were like your sibling like you know hang out with them it's just weird I was thinking about the other day I was like this is Mm kind of weird because the dynamic should be like well-rounded where you can like play with them like they're on your same level like generational and then when shit hits the fan you need to be able to step up as though like you're the responsible party i.e the parent you know what I mean Uh and then it's like you also have a romantic connection with this person. So you also got to make sure you there on an intimate romantic level. It, it can be. And that's why a lot of times, like when people have certain things that slacking, where maybe the person is always doing that authoritative role, right? Some people are in marriages where somebody always acting like, I know it's been times where I felt like my husband was trying to be my dad. And I got to be like, listen, you're not my dad. You know, make sure you lock the door. Make sure you do this. N- listen, <laughs> <laughs> um so it, it is a dynamic role it's a dynamic role people can't think that it's just one thing like oh i just i pay the bills i come home i get to have all the sex i want and the food won't be done you get what right. i'm saying like nope. you need to have like you need to have a friend in this person this person is now your next of kin you know yeah. this person is now your next of kin you know your you emergency know. contact right like, you're responsible for each other you're, you're yes, that's what I say. Yeah. you you're at the door i'm i'm in the darn uh doctors rolling this man like a mess but <laughs> get patient <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this is, like it's yeah crazy. that's why you know being at marriage isn't for everybody and people it can isn't. say i want to be married i want to be married but do you know where are you, you going to step up? You willing, yeah, right. you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to put right. in the work? Are you willing to put in the work? Oh, cool. yeah, definitely got to put in the work, bro. Yeah, right. yeah because he, yeah, you see the good side. A lot of times people see the good side of marriage. And when the bad side come, a lot of people ready to roll out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You ready Stay to roll out and not work through it. Yeah. Don't believe everything you see on social media because they will have you fooled. <laughs> 
Dog, so. listen, just check, listen, just check your inboxes. You know how that though. <laughs> oh gosh. I have nothing in my inbox. That's that's what I'm talking my about. That's what dry. I'm talking about. That's my inbox like is dry. The Sahara <laughs> Desert out here. So we wanna we're gonna try to wrap this uh episode up. Again, we're okay. really grateful that you guys came on, was able to talk about this topic with us and give like the male perspective of this whole parenthood thing. Um, so I have a quick game that I want to do with you guys. Um, yeah. it's called the, this category is it's kind of like a this or that game. So I'm going to I feel like the the this or that both of you guys can answer it. So we're gonna just do uh I'm gonna say the two categories. To bear, you pick one, and Roddy, you pick which which one you would prefer. Okay, All right, cool, but it's cool. going to be kind of fast, so you guys just gotta make sure. You guys are on point. Don't think about it. It's whatever comes to your you mind first. It's fire. Really? I like, I like that. I like that. Okay. I and like the that. category is hip hop culture. Okay. So takeover or ether? Severe. Takeover. Roddy. Ether. Alan Iverson or Kobe Bryant? Iverson. Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Beanie Siegel That's or Meek Mill? That's a Philly shout Be- out. Be- Beanie, Beanie Siegel or Meek Mill? Meek Mill. <laughs> Y'all got opposite of everything. This is hilarious. It Bad is. Boy or Rockefeller? Rockefeller. Rockefeller, so. Okay. Stephen A or Shannon Sharp? Roll a barrel. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Stephen like, A? Oh, roll a barrel. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go Shannon. What about you, Rod? I said Stephen A. Stephen A, okay. Eddie Murphy or Martin Lawrence? Eddie. Eddie Murphy. The Wire or Breaking Bad? The Wire. The Wire. Okay. Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? Cardi B, all day. Nicki Minaj. I know he's going to say that. (laughs) Good Times or The Cosby Show? Cosby Cosby Show. Cosby Show. Okay. Okay. I like both, though. Yeah, I think I think the good time good times is like the ghetto version. Yeah, it is. is. All right, y'all. So Sabir, tell people where they can find you at on social media if they want to follow you. All right, y'all can find me at on Instagram underscore Black Action, and on Twitter you can follow me at Sabir. That's S A A B E A R D on Twitter. So let me just. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And on Facebook. Is my my whole name Sabir M Carter? You can find me there. So let me warn y'all before y'all follow Sabir. He's gonna get on y'all nerves. It's, it's gonna be a love hate relationship with him. Hey, he's been because... so much better. Than I feel like he's a little more. No, the other day he gonna say something about Herschel Walker. Like that's my man. Stay over there. Oh that's yeah, my that's, man. Man. Hey, that's my man. That's my man. That's my man. That's my man, man. Herschel Walker is the funniest dude I ever met, yo. He's the funniest. You literally never met him. So I can't believe we gotta do a whole. I feel like I did. I feel a like a whole nother election. Like this is pissing me <laughs> off. But anyway, right. So people where they can find you at. You can find me on Instagram at the Star Roddy Rod. Um <laughs> also check oh, out my link. All your podcasts. Go ahead. Check out my link tree. Um and um look up the Premier Boys podcast for me and my bros, you know. 
We got some real deep episodes coming back soon. Um, I recommend Romance Conversations 1 and 2, where we definitely get down and dirty and talk about our personal life. And a okay. couple of episodes here and there in season two and season one that that are good listens. But definitely you can find out what platforms with the exception of Spotify. But yeah, check us out there. Um, follow me on my page. You know, I'll follow back. You know, check out my link tree on the page. And that's it. And I got okay. one more thing, too. I got one more thing. So I have a podcast coming, too. Um, no way. Probably like the One Billion Podcast. Yeah, it's, it's going to be called The Carter. Uh, look out for that next year. Um, it's going to be sports based, but I also want to um, do a, a separate thing. It's going to be under that, with where I am talking to uh, people that are in the mental health field. To um, oh, yeah, yeah, to 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 ask them questions. To, you know, things that they're going through, things that they're seeing in their field that may need to be talked about that isn't talked about enough. Um, to be able to interview them and put them and give them a platform to be able to speak about things that's like that. That's dope, that's dope. So you definitely, I definitely need to be a guest on that show because I, I, I got a lot to talk about. It's like, no, but that's yep. what's up. I'm glad that you, you're doing it. That's that's what's up, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get out of here, guys. We thank Sabir oh, yeah. and Roddy Rod for coming on. Um, yeah, I, so I appreciate you, you both. Yeah, yes, man. We appreciate nice. y'all for coming on giving the male perspective. Yeah. And nice to meet you too, Roddy. And nice to meet you too, Shalia. See, this is what I'm talking right. about. Shana. Right, that's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't leave yet. Thanks for listening to my mom and auntie. Make sure you guys follow them on Instagram at the underscore John underscore podcast. On Twitter at W underscore the J. On TikTok at the John A podcast. And visit our website www.johnpod.net Don't forget to ask the door, send in your listening letters to thejohnpod at gmail.com Period. This is the John a podcast. I love y'all. Be forward.